you to go to Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. Isaiah chapter 1, verse 19. And number one, Roman numeral one, we said correct motivations are essential to growing in your communication skills. All right? We're going to read the verse, and it says, be sure this is the desire of your heart. First, uh, Isaiah 1 and verse 19. Somebody read that for me. All right, if you what? And what? Obey. Look at verse two, 20. But if you refuse, and what? What will happen? Truly, the what? All right, now I want you to, now the reason I brought you there because I want you to back up and I want to show you something about communication, right? You, when you go into a situation or into a com com communication situation, you have to make sure that you're going in with the right motives, okay, that you want reconciliation. Some of us want revenge. <laughs> Come on. Some of us want our own way, all right? So go to verse 8 for me. What does it say? Is that verse 8? Is that verse 8? I'm sorry. Yeah, verse 18, verse 18, verse 18. What does it say? Verse 18. What you say? Now, remember, God is speaking, but I'm just saying, come now. This, is, this has to be your motive going in. If this is not the motivation, right, in, in your communication with whoever, your boss, your kids, uh, whoever, right, if this is not your motivation, then it's not going to come out well. You ever come out in the other end of an argument feeling worse than when you went in? No. You, you ever come out on the other end of just a conversation with someone where it's just this, and you walk away saying, man, there's just no reasoning with this person. Come on, there's just no, come on, somebody. There's just no, I know some of you feel like that when you talk to me, but it's all right. Hey, man, I'm trying to help you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Come, let us what? <laughs> Reason together, says the Lord. Watch what he says. He says, though your sins are as what? Scarlet. Now, now, now watch this. He says, they will be what? White as snow. Though they are red like what? Crimson, they will be what? Now, watch this. Now, the reason I brought you here is because I want to show you that we are not without sin. All right? And the only one... If God can't reason with you, come on, somebody. And if you don't see yourself as not always right, come on, somebody. He says, listen, he says, I want to reason with you. He says, your sin as, is as what? A scarlet. In other words, it's a stain. Right? And so we understand that in relationships, we are sinful in nature. So, we're, listen, nobody... Let me say this to you. If I was to ask you to describe yourself, you would not tell me anything is wrong with you. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because guess what? You are, in your opinion, what? You're good. Come on, somebody. You know what I mean? I, you know, I got some flaws, but you know. But if you were to describe yourself and your spouse was to describe you, the picture may be different. Amen? 
And, and, and that's who you really are. Come on, help me somebody. Now, there's nothing wrong with you, you know, having a good, you know, good view of yourself. But the bottom line is it matters. I've been talking on Eternity Network about spirituality. What is spirituality balancing the Christian life? Spirituality really is seen in the home. And if spirituality does not transfer from the public to your home, then you're not spiritual. Okay? Or maybe you have some areas to grow in. I wouldn't say you're not spiritual at all. I'm just saying. But you, it has to transfer to the home. And one of the things I said is that the, hus- the wife submits to the husband. Amen. How, how does she submit? The reason she submits is because she's spiritual. Right? But then the husband submits to the wife. It's called mutual submission. So you ain't walking around with that card talking about you're supposed to submit to me. That ain't how that works. It's mutual submission, and it's submission out of love. And a lot of arguments happen because of that one scripture. (laughs) You're supposed to submit to me. She don't have to submit to you if you're not submitting to God. Now watch this. Make sure that what you're telling her is biblical and not just what you pull out. Come on and say amen. Because there's a lot of men, amen, that do that. Oh, yeah, baby, you know, you're supposed to admit me because, you know, I, I pray all the time. No, you don't. No, you don't. Because guess what? It would show, watch this, in your character, in your conversation. But watch this. Not only it's submission of the wife, but submission of the kids. The kids submit. Not that you're beating them into submission. <laughs> Not that you're putting the, because <laughs> the text says, fathers, do not, do not provoke your kids to anger. Amen. I know my kids get mad at me all the time, you know. I do a little poking every now and then. All right. Amen. And we're all guilty. We're all guilty of it. I, I, sometimes I go overboard with the poking. If Dari was here, she'd say amen. They, they're too scared to say Amen. <laughs> What'd you say, Faith? Couldn't hear you, Faith. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Somebody read A for me. And I do that with my spiritual kids, too. Go ahead and say amen. I got a few spiritual kids in here, right? Go ahead and say amen. <laughs> like, Pastor, you're just not listening. I know I'm not listening. <laughs> I caught myself. <laughs> amen. <laughs> Come on, somebody. <laughs> amen. Y'all saying amen now, right? <laughs> All right, okay. Read A for me, somebody. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's the first question. Are you willing to grow in your communication skills? If every time you open your mouth, I tell you, I had a guy, every time I met him, how you doing? I'm tired. How you doing? I'm sick. How you doing? I'm broken. First of all, I don't want to be around that. So what I do, I always say the opposite. No, you're not sick. No, you're not tired. It's all in the what? Come on, somebody. All right. It's in the mind, it's in the body, but the point is, if you keep walking around talking like that, 
every time somebody says something to you, you're going to bring them down. Why do you think nobody want to talk to you? Some people avoid certain people. You ever get that place in your marriage where you don't talk for like a week, two weeks? I don't know how long you went, but you know what I mean? You just, nobody's saying that. And, and look, and look, you must up the madness, you know what I mean? You, you're getting dressed and you, you're cutting off the side of your eye, looking at it like, <clears throat> you know, wives, wives do the same thing too, right? You know what I mean? But the point is, you know, but then you look, you just got out the same bed. <laughs> uh, well, you slept on the couch. Go ahead. Read on. What is it? Willingness. I don't want to be the same. How long are we going to say, I don't want to be the same, and we never show? Come on, y'all. We talk is good. I could want to look good. I could want to change. I can talk all day long. I can give you all the schematics of it. Don't eat no carbs. Exercise. Blah, blah, blah. But if you don't see no change in my appearance, don't you see that a lot? Don't you see that a lot of people who are experts in certain situations? They're like, dude, how can you be an expert when you're not, you don't show nothing. And we are so gullible. What do we do? We follow their advice. Okay, last Sunday, right? I sat with two college kids. And I showed them how to structure their study time and time management and stuff like that. And as I'm doing it, I'm like, man, shoot, I need to get back to doing this myself. The conviction came upon me, and then I got, I went home, I laid out my whole stuff. I didn't realize how much I had to do, and I didn't realize how much was in my mind. But see, that's what I'm talking about. If I'm telling you that I'm an expert in something, oh, come on, help me somebody. Then I ought to what? And you know what's crazy? We got the tools here. We have the tools. But we don't what? Yeah. So we'll try for a week and then we go right back. Read this for me. Go ahead. Without, go ahead. Without a what? All right. B. That's the question. See, what I have to do in order to change something in my life, I have to contextualize it as if I'm doing it for God. So, like, when I was going over the schedule with them, I'm like, man, I'm not being a good steward. I got all this stuff in my head, missing appointments while being late for appointments and all this, which I hate being late. Okay, but here's the thing, uh, you know, not following through on certain things, certain things are not getting done. How many things you got right now that need to get done ain't getting done right now? Huh? Anybody? All right. So until you write it down, listen, it's old school, but it's but it works. These, listen, I put, I got all the digital calendar. I got someone managing my calendar and still don't do it. <laughs> Come on, somebody. But, but it was when I got it out of my head and I wrote it down. I wrote it down. I said, okay, today I got this. And if you want the sheet of paper, I'll give it to you. Okay, it's a time management uh, uh, it's a sheet of paper. And you can write it write down. You don't have to do it for a long, but once you develop the habit, 
Same thing with communication. You know, a lot of us bought those cute cat, cute planners for 2019. We got, we got as far as the third week of January. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> now, what I did is I actually got it digitally. I put it on my, on my iPad, and I'm able to fill it in, which is pretty cool. All right? Read on for me. You see, I believe that if you're doing it for you, for your spouse, it won't work. Seriously, like, and, and, and let me let me help you. Let me help you. So go to Romans seven for me. And if you're doing it for you, you def, it definitely ain't gonna work. Go to Romans seven for me. I want to help somebody. Say amen. Look at verse 19. <laughs> Read it for me. <laughs> mm. A- anybody feel like that? I- I'm serious. Like, you didn't mean to cuss. You, I mean, you threw a tantrum. They say, Pastor got a satellite on our house or something? The Holy Spirit is deep, man. And then look, then when we get mad, I ain't going to. You know what Satan was doing? He was setting you up. Because you weren't going to come get this. And this is what really you needed to help you. Right? Watch this. He says, but if I'm doing the very thing I do not want to do, it is no, let's blame it on somebody, it is no longer, (laughs) what? I am no longer the one doing it, but what? And look at verse 21. See, this is why you can't do it for you. Because even though you're saved, there's still sin that resides in you. And so sin is very deceptive, and sin can fool you into thinking that you have arrived. Well, look at the next verse. What does he say in the next verse? He says what? Oh, man. The one who what? I mean, wanting to do good is pretty cool, ain't it? And here's the thing, though, right? And it's crazy because once you get over the big blow up, you know what I mean, and then you... You're on the right track, right? And then three weeks later, the cycle and the saga continues. So if you change your motivation, God, I'm doing this for you. Amen. Galatians, Romans 15, right there, Romans 15, 3. I'm going to get to the first point, at least, at least the first point. Look what he says, for even Christ did not what? But as it is written, the reproaches of those who what? Reproached what? Reproach you fell on me. See, Jesus was what? 
He didn't do it for himself. He did it for us. But he did it for the Father. Amen? Galatians 1.10. Galatians 1 and 10. For I am now, for I am now, for I'm sorry, for am I now seeking the favor of who? Or of what? Of who, I'm sorry. God. Or am I striving to please what? If I was still trying to please men, I would be what? I would not be what? We want to save face, but let me ask you this. After the public knows who you are, and you go behind those closed doors, and you take off your mask, then who are you pleasing? I've counseled people, couples and things like that, you know, I ain't doing nothing with him. When I leave my job and I go home, he got to get his own food, Pastor. Doctor. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then if I do it, I don't want to do it. You think how how you think how you think that relationship is working out? After ten years. And you know, some some spouses beat their spouse into submission. You hear what I say? I use that graphic picture because that's what it is. It's, it's a roundabout way of molding them into submission. And sometimes the man is carrying the purse. And the woman's wearing the pants. Now you say, you're a chauvinist. No, that's real. You know what I mean? Now, here's the thing. You're not going in there for a fight, but you got to understand the climate of your home. Can we talk a little bit? Who's wearing the pants? And when you throw your little tantrums to get what you want, you are now pleasing what? But are you doing it to please God or doing it? If God was to show up there, matter of fact, if you don't re realize God is there, his eyes is what? Everywhere. Because he's in you. Is this making sense? So the first thing we should do is commit yourself in prayer by asking God to put these motivations in your heart. Roman numeral two, apply these principles to your communication skills. Somebody read the instructions for me. Now, don't where it says husband and wife for single people, put anybody that you, and I've used this with a multiplicity of people that I've had to communicate, not just my spouse. All right, somebody read that. See what it says? Who problem? Your spouse's problem? Your problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So the first thing in communication that affects communication. <laughs> what is it, Deacon? You what? What is that? Mm -hmm. 
how you feel about certain things. Where does that come from? Where, where does, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> Stage of truth, what you believe. Come on, y'all, let's just ask a question. How many of you struggle with your attitude? No, see, that what you just said is exact. No, it was in your mind. It did. It was in your heart. It came out your mouth. Watch this. When you use the, I'm human, you know what you're really saying? You got a bad attitude. You know why you're saying that? Because humans are depraved. Humans are sinful. And that's probably how you've been walking in your relationships. Not as a spirit-filled person, but as a human. In the flesh. You ever been in a, in a situation where the, it's so... Di- not in, I, I'm not jumping on you. I'm just using it. As, it was a good illustration. All right? Just like... Um, uh, Tuesday night I used uh, being tired. I, I stretched that. It was a good illustration because somebody thought about it and brought it up. So I'm just trying to illustrate because some, some people feel like that, okay? So here's the thing. You ever been in a situation like where you just feel like it's, it's never going to get better? Talk about in your conversation at that moment. Right? Boils down to attitude. Boils down to what? Attitude. God has given you emotions. But also, your attitude must be Christ-like. You say, how do you do that? See, it's easy to say that, but how does that look? See, that's the thing. Uh, 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 The fruits of the Spirit is what? Love. Right? But if you don't, patience, I need patience. But, but here's what I tell a lot of people. You ready for this? This is going to bless you. Your attitude, you can control your attitude. You just have selective control. Watch this. Your boss may come to you left field. Guess what you're going to do? You may walk away. You may not say nothing in your heart. You always disgruntled. But if you can walk away, and then if you just that bold and you just, you know, you, you cool like that, keep doing it. Just keep doing it. And you may not care because I got it going on. But here's the thing. That's a bad attitude to have. I don't care attitude. Because when a person tells me in counseling, when they tell me I don't care, Man, I am like super duper on high alert, man. Like, okay, what we got to do to get you to caring again? You see what I'm saying? And so you can control yourself. You just choose not to. And so you need an excuse to release. Because when put in a situation, either the, the consequences can be detrimental to your whole life. Your well-being. Right? Okay? So don't think that you're just untouchable. 
You know, I don't think any of you think that. I'm just saying, sometimes we think that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I'm good. Right? But watch this. Your attitude is critical to being an effective communicator. A lot of us answer from an attitude. <laughs> Come on, somebody. We make our decisions from our what? And it all depends on what you're feeling at that moment. Shut up. You know what I mean? It all depends. It all depends. And a lot of what we do, come on, Sister Aldrich, tell me what we do. It starts with a T. What do we do? What do we do? The T word we've been working on. You supposed this is not this is this is not supposed to work like this. You supposed to, supposed to be on. Yeah, I understand that, but but listen to what I'm saying. Transfer, 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 transference. The boss told me off, but I can't take it out on him, so I suppress it. It's down there, and so when I come home, you say one thing to me, and I'm transference. And let me tell you what we do. We transfer subconsciously. And if it's the way you've been taught as a child and, and then as a teenager and then as an adult, but when you come to Jesus, come on, let me help. Let me give some hope. You have a new attitude. You're supposed to have a new attitude, okay? But, but, but watch this. But until your attitude changes, Pastor, I've been dealing with this attitude thing for a long time. Watch this. Your attitude is critical to be an effective communicator and is the basis for what you say and what? So stop saying I'm human. Stop saying the devil made me do it. Stop transferring it. You follow what I'm saying? Just accept this is what you are and I need to change. Come on, help me somebody. And I'm asking God to change you. You know what I mean? Some of us are rough in our conversations. We are. We're seriously like we have no compassion. You know what I mean? We, we just, we, and some of us, we're compassion, but watch this, but we're conniving. See? It, 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 it's a flip. So this is why we have to grow in the knowledge of the word of God. Let me say this. Until you are discipled correctly and you are growing and you are developing maturity through the word, you, you will not change. I promise you. Take all them self-help books you have on anger and attitude and cash them in at the half price and go get you a Bible, a real Bible, a study Bible. We got something for sale. If you want to buy one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because the word of God is what changes you. Because once you accepted Christ, you are now a new creature. And you can't operate with, with watch this, with worldly solutions. I said that Sunday. I'm going to show you something today in my sermon. Watch this. Watch this. Without the correct attitude. Yeah. Your words will always what? 
You ever say something you didn't? I think you meant it. <laughs> but it was your act. You, you could have said it. I know some people who could say some stuff to you, man, and make you like, oh, man. No, I'm, so, I'm talking about they, they, they telling you off, but you don't even know they're telling you off. I've met some good communicators in my life. Seriously. And I'm like, man, he made me feel bad, but he didn't make me feel bad. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool, right? You know what I mean? Now watch this. We have the skill. Watch how you do your kids. Watch how you, do, watch how you talk to your kids. If you keep yelling and, 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 and putting them down like you do your spouse, what do you think is going to happen to that kid? Can I ask you a question? What do you think is going to happen to that kid? Huh? So now how do you think your spouse feels? And listen, it's not just, um, it's the words over the years. And some are stronger mentally to erase it, but, but the reason why some husbands struggle with intimacy and stuff like that, because they got all that stuff bottled up right here. And they ain't got no release. Because, and wife, you know, usually when a couple comes to me with, with, with that kind of, that, their intimacy is at zero. Okay? Because, and I'm talking about emotionally, I'm talking about mentally, I'm talking about physically, all that. Because the words that we play over in our minds over and over again, and, oh, he said I ain't nothing. He ain't said I ain't nothing. He don't believe in what I'm doing. He don't, and you keep playing those things over in your mind all the time. You know what? You're getting hoodwinked. Because of attitude. And the husband needs to watch his attitude just like the wife needs to watch her attitude. But when you talk to kids, come here, baby. You know, that trips me out. You know, that, that, that used to trip me out. Like, How you going to talk to kids all good? <laughs> you know what I mean? But you come, you, you know, or, or the phone rings and your voice just changed. Hold on a minute. Where is that person? I need to find that person. Seriously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I got one minute. And you sit in the background. Fake news. Now, that's some fake news right there. Seriously. <laughs> and then, if you try to bring up the conversation... Then it turns into, what? What do you want? I grew up in a home like that. See, and that's what happens to us. If I'm saying we grew up in homes where, you know what I mean? I, I don't know, I don't know, how, you know, but 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 here's the thing. The, the hope I have is that in Jesus Christ, I'm working, y'all. I'm working hard. I'm serious. This this series right here, I'm working hard at it. I'm gonna be a greater communicator in private. I can communicate. I can communicate in public. That's easy for me. That's what I do for a living. <laughs> communicate. I make you feel good. Amen. But I want you to know something. When I make you feel good, it comes from right here. And if I got to tell you you're wrong, William, you know I'm going to tell you. Amen. Because I love you, but I tell you in such a way where I'm not going to put you down. I may not get it right all the time. I keep trying. 
And that's what we have to do. And I know my time is up, but I want to say this to you before I'm done. Amen. You may be totally right in all you say, but it's the way you that what? That many times causes the wrong response. Next week, we're going to look at these attitudes. Now, here's what I want you to do now. Go home. You got the sheet. Look at the back. And then I put you and if you're single, whoever. Okay? Or, or maybe you, it's not your husband. Right? It may be somebody else. And you just kind of figure out, you know, just in general, how are you communicating with How are you communicating with people? And if you got this on your shoulders all the time, your feelings, you'll always be offended. Amen? But attitude plays a big part. All right? Give God a hand clap praise, y'all.